We've been going through a series through James, and we're going to continue in that uh, series. Today I will be speaking from James 1, 19 through 27. So James 1, 19 through 27. I encourage you to find your way there. I'll primarily be in this passage the whole time. And it goes a little bit like this. This is this you know, my beloved brethren. But everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For ang- a angry man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Therefore, put aside all filthiness and all remains of wickedness. In humility, receive the word implanted which is able to save your souls but prove yourself to be doers of the word not mere hearers who delude themselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and doesn't is not a doer he is like a man who looks at his natural face in the mirror but once he has looked at himself He goes away, and he immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But one who looks intently at the perfect law, the law of liberty, and abides in it, not having become forgetful uh, here, but effective doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks himself to be religious, and yet does not abide uh, or bridle his tongue, uh, but uh, deceives his own heart, this man's religion is worthless. Pure and undefied uh, religion is the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows that are in distress and to keep ourselves unstained by the world. So, I, I wake up every morning, and maybe you do too, um, hopefully in the morning, um, and I crawl out of bed, uh, and I usually head for coffee first, and then the restroom, uh, and I look in the mirror, uh, and for most of us, we do this each and every morning, and we sometimes it's a quick glance in the mirror, and sometimes it's a longer glance in the mirror, uh, and sometimes we don't see something we like, and we spend a lot more time in the mirror than maybe we want. Um, I every time I every time I uh, go. Uh, to my mother-in-law's uh, house. Uh, my mother-in-law asks my beautiful wife, is Pat angry at me? Um, and my wife uh, quickly replies, no, that's just his face. <laughs> um, uh, which is true. I, I, I'm... Uh, uh, there's been many roads, and I've been down a lot of them, uh, and they've left a few uh, bumps and scratches along the way. Um, we get used to looking at ourselves a lot, uh, especially in the in the world that we live these days. It seems to be a primary focus uh, itself. Um, we get used to seeing our own image and we get used to evaluating maybe our image by a multiple of reasons out there. Um, Today I'm going to challenge you in seeing yourself in a different way. Um, Today, I'm going to challenge you 
to see yourself in a different way in a manner that maybe God sees you. I'm going to encourage you, as it says in verse 21 of this passage, to implant God's word in your heart that your soul may look different. Um, it sounds easy. It For any of you that have walked like I have with uh, the, the word and with Christ for a long time, this is norm, supposedly normal practice. This is something that we all become familiar with, the idea of being in God's word, the idea of um, being transformed by it to look a little more like Christ each and every day. But that transaction often goes astray. That transaction often doesn't work as it should. Uh, I was I was Googling things. Um, sometimes I do that. I don't like to read very much, so I don't do it very often. Um, uh, according to a recent Gallup poll, 82% of Americans believe that the Bible is either literal or inspired word of God. This is another uh, item it points out. More than half of these people, half of the 80-something uh, percent, stated that they had uh, at least read the Bible uh, once this last month. Um, yet even half of that population said that they could not even uh, tell what the four Gospels were. And only about 10% of the people um, surveyed could tell, could tell who uh, presented the um, Sermon on the Mount. Um, I I know the audience in which I'm talking to. Uh, this uh, may or may not be you. Um, however, it seems like a great disparity here that Christians um, who love God and love God's word and believe God's word to be literal or his inspired word don't read it or couldn't tell very basic uh, things about it. Um, in, I, I often, um, those facts shook me. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how this can look different. Uh, today. Um, and we're going to talk about this as a little bit like it's a conversation. Um, I've been married for uh, 10 years and she likes me. Uh, 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 I am not, I'm not a great conversationalist. Uh, uh, I don't know how I've become the director of youth programs or uh, how I'm uh, the uh, sit as an elder because uh, I am not a person that wants to be a public figure. figure. Uh, I am quiet uh, uh, person. Um, our our conversations, me and my wife. Uh, often go this way. There's lots of words coming this direction, and there's a there's a paraphrase usually going this direction, and then uh, one or two word response uh, to the paraphrase on my part. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about a conversation with with God. 
today. Um, what does it take to maybe change our image? What does it take maybe to reflect a different image in that mirror? Um, one, one great th- uh, thing about any conver- conversation is you first have to, usually have to uh, receive a message. Now, like I said, my wife usually throws many words at me. Um, I receive what uh, she says to me. And, and, when, and when going to God's word, are we really setting ourselves to receive his message? Are we setting ourselves up to really hear what our lover is t- telling us? Are we in a place to really understand and get what the lover of our soul is trying to say? Um, it starts in this verse. So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce righteousness of God. Wherever, where forever lay aside the filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meekness in the implanting of the word which is able to save your souls. So slow uh, so quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger. Um I don't know, you you might have heard this. uh, I heard this growing up. Um, You have two ears, one mouth. The ears are open. The mouth is uh, behind your teeth. Get the picture. My mom used to say that all the time. It's basically uh, saying physically God created you one way to hear more than speak. And and way too often, even myself, sometimes I listen to so many things in this world. What I should look like, not quite pear shape. What I should act like. What I should value in this world what what my family should look like, what my church should look like, how should I set my udder to kind of stir steer my life? I hear that all the time, and somewhere in there is God's word amongst all that other noise. Um, it, the poll frightened me. How are we to grow into the image of God if we're only reading our, our Bible once a month? If that's all the time we give to our lover, If that's the only time um, or preference we give to the one that can change us from the inside out uh, to look like him, it's going to get lost in the translation. I'm going to be a little sentimental. Um, I often am. 
me and my wife uh, got married, uh, and even before uh, we got married, she started writing me love letters. Uh, and she continued to write me love letters after we got married. Um, I, has, I don't think she's in the audience right now. I keep them in my nightstand even 10 years later. Uh, sometimes they're, um, even when there was problems in the first couple years, the nasty letters I keep, uh, the ones that said, hey, dummy, uh, stop acting the way you are. Um, um, why? Because she loves me and I love her. And those letters express how she feels about me and how she sees me. And because she has great worth, those letters have great worth to me. And God's word is the same, or should be the same. They speak to us about who we are and how God sees us, and they speak about who he is. And because he loves us and we love him, we should, as a people, be all about cherishing cherishing those words. Um, I ask a very simple question because I'm a simple guy. Um, how is your conversation going? Um, as a pastor, uh, as a director of youth programs, I meet with guys on a weekly basis and this is a lot of our prayer time. How is this conversation going? Um, have you been in his word this week? Are you reading it like you're uh, reading plumbing instructions? Or are you reading it like uh, someone loves you and you love them back? Um, slow, um, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow uh, to wrath. Um, being a husband, I've made this mistake before. My wife is freaking out. Uh, and the, these words come out of my mouth. Calm down. Uh, yeah, that never goes over very well. Um, uh, one of the part, one of the parts uh, of receiving God's word is you have to be uh, capable to listen. Um, uh, I, I don't know how many times that I've been in. Uh, counseling situations and know that I have not been hurt um, uh, because there is too much going on in the life of a person for them to have the ability to listen at that time. Um, is there and I, I understand that everyone is maybe as steady as I am uh, as a person. Um, sometimes this uh, world does uh, rock you. Um, do you have the ability amongst that unsteady times to just ask the Lord for peace so you can hear him? Now, uh, God's word says we don't receive because we don't ask. Um, do, do we have the ability to um, 
to ask for peace and ears that are open uh, so we can hear our lover speak. Um, I, I think one of the uh, one of the defining characteristics of being uh, with Christ for a really long time is that he becomes your peace. Um, the the hills and the mountains and the valleys don't get any smaller. Your reaction to them just changes uh, over time. And one of the one of the ways that that changes is the ability in the middle of the storm uh, just to hold to the anchor that is yours um, and ask for the storm to quiet so you can hear his voice. Um, final aspect of kind of being able to hear or receive God's word is to um, guard the tongue. And um, I think, again, the reason the tongue is, the need for guarding the tongue is you can't listen while you're speaking. Um, And um, somewhere along the line years ago, uh, in my prayer sessions, I stopped talking. Uh, I would say something to the Lord, and I would expect that answer. And uh, the ability to have patience to wait uh, in here and wait in here. Um, I some of my most worthwhile relationships with people or a give and take. Um, uh, I speak, they listen, they speak, I listen. Um, it's how we get to know each other. Um, most people speak more than I do, uh, but uh, it, is the, it is the transaction that allows us to grow together as a, in our relationship. And the, and the Lord is the same way. You enter into his word and you enter into prayer. And if you're always asking why, and you're always asking, what are you going to do for me? And you're always asking, uh, I think I see you this way, but you're not asking, Lord, show me yourself. You're never going to see him. Um, so first you're going to have to receive the word and um, there's some examples I just gave you of what that might look like the second aspect of it is uh, the harder aspect the second aspect you must be submissive to God's word and receive it uh, this is much harder. Uh, it's easy to it's easy to maybe listen to directions and then just go your own way. I know, take a right, left, right, and then you make up. If you're a guy, you're like, okay, I'll just go here. Um, um, and the the second part is submitting to God's word and really. Uh, changing uh, what you do. Um, But do not be, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like uh, the man that observes his face in the mirror uh, for he observes himself, he goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, 
is not forgetful uh, here, but an active doer of the word. This will be a blessing in whatever he does. The second uh, part is to be submissive to God's word. And I'm going to give you three ways. Um, First of all, why is it important according to the verse? It's important so when we look into God's word, we look like what is being reflected to us. If we're looking there and we're not um, submissive to it, we will look continually like the patterns of this world. We won't look like the man or the woman that he's creating us to be. We won't look like him. We will not agree or even know the promises and the blessings that are in his word that is to be ours. I'll give you an example of this. Um, I, I have a, came from a Catholic background, a very conservative Catholic background. Um, I, and I was always kind of that kid that would show up in bare feet uh, to this ultra-conservative background. And because I was maybe seen as the the one that wasn't following the rules, uh, I got to know uh, the headmaster really well. Um, and that equated, that equated to these people are mean and and uh, brutal, which equated to God is mean and brutal. Um, and somewhere along the line, um, in my early teens, I spent time in God's word, and I realized my perspective of God was completely wrong. And that allowed me to know him. That allowed me to come to him and understand the God that I thought was brutal all the time. He died for me. He died for me even though uh, I hated him, even though I was hostile to him, I didn't do what was right in his eyes. He died for me. And he took that punishment for me. And he did this because he loved me. And when I came across that in God's word and could hear it and could see it and could realize that was for me, my perspective of him changed. But it would have never changed if I never had that opportunity to hear, see, and submit to it. It requires, submission to God's word requires examination. Uh, In verse uh, 25, James speaks, uh, look about looking at the perfect law of liberty. Notice it's not simply talking about someone that is merely looking at God's word. It is talking about someone that looks intensely. The, the wording there is actually someone that stooped down to get a better look. The same phraseology was when uh, the disciples found the tomb empty and Jesus wasn't there, they stooped down to look at his tomb uh, to realize uh, they were looking for evidence uh, that he was actually gone. Um, It takes deliberate time. Um, Me and my uh, wife, um, uh, I 
we dated and were engaged for maybe a whole year before we got married. Reckless, I know. Um, uh, I was living in Portland, uh, Oregon at the time, going to Multnomah Bible, um, and she was up here uh, working for the Coffee Oasis. I was working for the Boys and Girls Club of America at the time, um, and I would get off at 5 o'clock at uh, night on Friday. I'd drive three hours, uh, get up here at uh, 8 o'clock. Come Sunday night at 12, I'd make the drive back uh, to uh, Portland, Oregon, and start work at 8 in the morning. Uh, I was willing to give the time, the intensity, to know my wife. And I did that for nine months. Um, are we giving the time, the intensity that is needed to be in a relationship with our lover, God? Are we examining, pouring over our, as... Um, as Psalm puts it, are we rooted by that stream that refreshes and renews? Are we being fed by it and being transformed by it to bear fruit? Are we giving the time to be in relationship with our lover? And are have we or have we settled for a muddle deep depth of relationship um, uh, besides requirement of examination putting in the time and the effort to really know what it says um are we also willing to do what it requires to hold up the right reflection? James tells us that we are not only uh, to look intently at the word, but we are also to review and reflect this word. In verse uh, 25, we read, but who looks at the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not forgetful here, but a doer of the word, this is the one that will be blessed uh, in all that he does. Do we hear God's word, examine it, and then do what it says? Um, my paraphrase I like to summarize um, or are we just mere mere hearers um, some of you are like oh that that hurt um, um, and I was preparing over this uh, week and uh, this is the point that I that caused me great pain uh, as a lover of God. He often talks to me, and I hear, and I say, I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to do my own thing. Um, I, I hear you, but... I'm putting the earplugs in at this time. I'm going to rip that page out of my Bible. Um, and I choose to separate myself from God. Um, my salvation is secure, but I choose, instead of hearing God's word, I choose not to experience the blessing of it. I choose that I like this ugly mug more than to reflect uh, the glory of the God Almighty. Um, 
<laughs> no one likes this ugly muck. Um, finally, besides just hear, besides hearing and um, submitting, it requires a response. Um, it it requires you to do something different. Um, it requires you to turn, often it requires you to turn from the things uh, that are sinful and turn around and walk towards the God that loves you. Um, and if you're in God's word daily, it requires you to do that daily. Because, um, just speaking from my knowledge, I miss the mark all the time and have to be corrected all the time. And the only way I know correction uh, to look like God is to know what God looks like. So I can uh, hold to him and abide in what he has called me to be. Third idea, you must be uh, moved by God's word. Um, I'm, I'm not an uh, emotional guy. Uh, I'm kind of... Uh, wife uses the word steady. Um, I often do show emotion, uh, um, but it isn't. It isn't. Hey, it's more like. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, uh, however, uh, most most some of the staff uh, here get to. Uh, get to experience Pat through the week. Um, uh, and I think a lot of staff would probably wonder if there's ever a serious word that comes out of Pat's mouth. Um, not generally. Uh, however, the things that I hold to be dear, I hold to be dear. And the things that uh, God has changed, um, I treasure. Uh, and the one of the few times that you'll get serious responses out of me is when I see someone that isn't walking in the image of God and experiencing his freedom, I will stop and I will pray and I will be very, very much serious about I will be moved instead of sarcastic. Um, to hear God's word and to see it like you're reading um, a laundry list or instructions to fix a, a toilet or sink or refrigerator repair. There's no emotional connection there, but you forget that this is God's love letter to you. And he wrote it to you. And the things that he had done in it, the death that he bore, the life that he offers now is for you. And he didn't do that so you could remain distant and separate from him. He didn't do that so you could study God's word like it was a TV manual. He didn't do it so it can remain distant and only reach the head and never reach the heart. He did it so he could be your lover and you could be his. 
And if these things that he is calling you to do or change to look in his image never reach the heart and you never feel the pain of that transformation, I ask, is it real? God's word asks us to do serious things. Um, And sometimes uh, we laugh about it. And that often makes me cry. Um, um, you're going, you're going, man. This is supposed to be an easy sermon. Uh, these verses I know really well. Um, I I am often. Uh, frustrated by the disparity between theology and practice. Um, I know a lot of uh, brother. I've been walking in Christ for a very long time now. I know a lot of brothers that are are still in their infancy in Christ um, after so many years, and um, they. They've somewhere along uh, the line never realized God's word was for them. And it is there to be written, to be spoken into their life. And for them to hear it, receive it, follow it. And it to be a means that they would grow closer to Christ. And they bear the they bear the battle wounds because they haven't uh, received it. They've ignored it. Um, and, and that troubles me. Um, uh, so now that you're thoroughly depressed and quiet, um, that's some questions to ask you. Um, how's your relationship looking? Um, you know, I Are you spending time with your lover? Or is he a stranger? What energy are you giving uh, to spend with him? Is there sins or people or things that are blocking you from knowing him. And uh, I, I, lo- I, I love the verse um, that says very clearly, um, turn away from your sins. Turn and repent. Turn towards the Lord. It's a great promise to us. Those things don't have to remain there. There can be intimacy with God uh, through his word. What are you doing to practice? You know, it, isn't, it isn't just hearing God's word. It is submitting to his word what mechanisms do you have there to actually make sure submission's happening? Um, uh, greatest blessing in my life. Age 18, came to the Lord, dumb as a doornail uh, at age 18. Things pretty well screwed up at that time. Uh, I come, I receive the Lord, new life, 
is born in me. And then all of a sudden, I'm surrounded by a bunch of 50-year-old guys. Um, and um, being 18, I'm like, they're square. Um, but they were cool. They knew big picture who God is. And he was a God that was unshakable, never, cha- never changing, always uh, sufficient. And they knew who they were. This is their identity in Christ. They had been living it for uh, 30 years. That was the well I got to sip at. Uh, age 18. Um, It was it was wonderful um, and very challenging Um, but it ensured seeing that day in and day out with these 50 year old guys ensured that I got to know my identity ensured that I got to see God the way God is. It assured that hopefully the guy that you know, some of you know now, uh, looks more like Christ than the stupid kid that I was at 18. Um, and it allows me now, week in and wake, week out in front of youth, to reflect Christ rather than reflect this ugly mug. Um, what are you doing to assure that submission happens? Um, last question, uh, very uh, simple, is what's going to change? You grow, you hopefully grow in a relationship. It doesn't travel backwards, uh, hopefully, if it's a good relationship. So, what are you changing now to let it continue to grow? Um, I'll leave you with uh, one last word for those that are here that after my words fell on you uh, like a ton of bricks, you feel uh, maybe powerless uh, now or um, I like verse 21 of this Um, verse 21 therefore put aside all uh, filthiness and all the remains of wickedness in humble uh, humility Receive the word implanted, which is, uh, which will save your souls. And you're like, that's a weird verse to enjoy. Um, uh, other uh, translation says, uh, receive the word that has been written on your hearts. A little bit different translation. Um, even in this day-to-day process of uh, receiving God's word and applying it on our lives, he doesn't leave us alone. The only reason you hear and receive God's word is because God's spirit resides in you. The only way that you can submit to God's word or can obey it is because God's spirit resides in you. The only way that you are able to stand up under sin and abide God's truth and be transformed is because God's spirit resides in you and he's written God's word on your heart to obey it. And God has sealed you with, if you are a believer of Christ, God has sealed you with 
that spirit and that spirit lives within you and gives you ears to hear, a mind to understand, and leads you back to God when you have strayed and gives you the ability to um, abide in his word and look like his image. So though you might feel very far away from God right now uh, and slightly uh, convicted by your time spent in the word, the Holy Spirit walks alongside you and is inside of you. And it's a seal that God loves you and is going to do what is necessary to reconcile you and bring him to himself as what any lover would do for his mate. Um, I love you guys. Enjoy your time in the word this week. Um, God is like any, is unlike anyone I have ever met and it allows me to love so deeply because he loves me. He has changed my heart. Um, I'm going to pray why the worship team comes up. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your love letter to us. I thank you that you dearly adore us and that you wish for us to know you and that is why you have given us your word. I pray for the working of your Holy Spirit uh, so that when we come to your word, our eyes could be open, our ears could be open, our hearts can be open, that we may be transformed by your word to look like you and thus reflect you to this world. Lord, I uh, pray that this week that we are good lovers of you and that we give time to you as our lover. Thank you. I pray you to you in your son's name. Amen.